guys, welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I am your host, Maria Bentz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. Today's episode is sponsored by our premium Wix templates. If you're totally stumped on how to build your own website, but can't afford to hire a designer, that does not mean that you should skip out on the important things in the process like professional design, sales formula copywriting, and search engine optimization. Our premium Wix website templates are created with marketing and sales in mind. And the best part is you can have a professional looking and functional website in just under 24 hours. Our website templates are completely stress-free. They're easy to use, so that means no Photoshop or coding required. They are designed to convert based on our signature homepage formula, and they are ready to launch as soon as you are done designing. So if you want to check this out, get it at mbmagency.com forward slash shop and use the discount code mindset to get 30% off. Hello and welcome back to the show. I am so excited because today is a very, very special day. Today marks our 100th episode. I'm currently recording my 100th episode of the podcast. This is so crazy to me, so surreal. We started a year and a half ago. I feel like it flew by and now I'm recording 100 episodes. This is crazy. So anyways, I was like, okay, if I'm going to record my 100th episode, I wanted to make it special. And I was like, you know, I don't necessarily want to do like a marketing step-by-step teaching or training. And I was thinking like, should I tell you my story? Although I've talked about it before, I kind of wanted it to be inspirational, motivational, all the things. And then it came to me. And I think, you know, if you're reading the title, you already know what it is. But I thought this would be really, really interesting for people at any stage of their business. And that is, what would I do if I had zero dollars? What kind of business would I start? How would I start it? What would I start doing in order to start it? And once I started thinking about it, this got me super, super excited because I have this concept, this theory that you can start an agency and you don't have to work in it necessarily right away. You can right away just manage it and it's a lot easier than you think. And I think if you already start as a freelancer, it's harder to start doing this because this is kind of where I am building my business to be at to like work in a certain process. So my role is a certain role, but it's hard to do that because when you start as a freelancer, you are so connected to your work that it's hard sometimes to break away and let other people have control. But I think if you get started like that in the beginning, it's a lot easier. So what would I do if I had zero dollars? 
would I be a coach? <laughs> no. Um, would I do an agency? Yes. And I think there's, I've been hearing so much, um, so much, so many different opinions versus coaches versus agencies. People say, oh, coaching is so easy. Coaching, you can make, you know, so much money. And an agency is a lot of work. There's a lot of moving parts within an agency that you really have to be able to multitask. You have to be able, as the owner, as a project manager, you have to really remember a lot of things to make sure that nothing goes missing. So that's why it's important to be attention to detail. But I like an agency because as the agency owner, yes, in the beginning you trade your time for money, but eventually you kind of, the way you start um, you know, if you're doing it correctly, you hire other people. So then you're able to take on more work, more work, and it doesn't necessarily depend on your specific hours. As a coach, you're trading your time for money. I mean, you could even be charging a thousand dollars per hour, which some coaches do, but still you're trading your time for money. You could only make as much as the time you have in your day. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be working 24-7. I want my business to be working in the background even when I'm not. So there's a lot of misconceptions about agencies. And yes, agencies are a lot of work. They're difficult, but I like them. And I think if I were to start again with zero dollars, I would pick an agency style business. So if you're in the spot and you're like, I want to start my own business, or maybe you started trying to start your own business, like sit down, let's brainstorm together, bring out your journals because this is going to be good. Okay. So number one, step one, I would pick a niche, a group of people that I would uh, serve. I would pick a service or an offer and I would just pick one. I'm not going to get crazy. I'm not going to go crazy and offer like a full marketing, um, service, right? Like, you know, like all in one, I'm just going to get very, very, very specific on my offer. And I'm going to only offer one offer and one thing only. So for example, let's, let's brainstorm a little bit together. Okay. Um, one offer could be website design, right? That's easy because that's something that we do. So that's the first thing that came to mind, or it could be just search engine optimization. That's it. Or it could be, you know, social media management. That could be your offer. Maybe it's Facebook advertising. That's your offer. Maybe it's just email marketing. That's your offer. Maybe it's bookkeeping and accounting, LinkedIn profile optimization, proposal writing, resume writing, you know, pick one offer. Okay, so once I have my service that I want to do, I need to come up with a ridiculously good offer, something that's going to make me stand out, but something that is very, very, very specific that's going to be easy to repeat. So for example, if I chose graphic design, my offer is going to be logos, just logos. That's all I'm selling, right? Be very, very niche down to your service and even maybe the people that you're serving, but one offer. Okay. So I niched it down logos. So from there, step two, I'm going to create a simple step-by-step process that will be easy to repeat that once I sign on a client, that client goes through, you know, maybe like a five-step process from beginning to end that 
is going to be easy to pass along to another person. And I'm going to do my research during this time. I'm going to look up other graphic design companies, other logo companies to see what kind of packages do people have. So maybe I'm going to create a step-by-step process. Like for instance, someone signs up with me, they do a sales call, they sign the contracts, uh, pay their invoice, and I'm going to send them a questionnaire, right? I'm going to send them a questionnaire asking them for, you know, what colors do they like? What kind of fonts do they like? You know, get some inspiration websites, things like that. And then I'm going to create a mood board for them. That mood board is going to include colors, fonts, pictures of what they want their logo to feel like right? I'm going to send them maybe three options and they're going to choose one option. And from that one option, then I start creating logo designs. Maybe I'll create three different options for them to choose from three different logos. They choose one logo and then I go on and create like a vertical logo, horizontal logo, a avatar logo for Instagram. You know what I mean? So a simple step-by-step process that is going to be easy to repeat and each client goes through the same exact process, right? Up until the very end, when they get their logo, they say yes, we send them all the files, we send them a client exit packet, whatever it may be. Create a simple step-by-step process and then relook at your process, refine it, see if there's anything you need to add, see if there's anything you, if you need to delete, if it doesn't matter, if it's not going to, you know, make the process easier or make the client experience easier. And again, during this time, I'm going to be searching other logo companies, other graphic design companies, seeing what their packages are like, seeing what their client experience are like. You're in a big research phase. But once you create that simple step-by-step process, now here comes the fun part. So this is going to work for you even if you're not a graphic designer. Say if you want to start a logo company and you're like, I have nothing, I know nothing about Photoshop that's okay. Okay. And this is going to work for you if from any niche, from any industry, from any service that you choose, because here's, this is going to, like I said, fun part. Okay. Now you're going to go on Upwork as a company, right? And you're going to hire freelancers. You're going to see if you can get freelancers who want to work for your company. You can put out a post, be like, you know, we create logos for various clients. We need a group of graphic designers or I need a graphic designer to help me create logos. You can tell them kind of about your process, what you expect and start getting bids for freelancers. They're going to send you their price. They're going to send you your portfolio. If you like their portfolio and if you like their price, contact them and ask if you could work with them. And an idea that I got from a book that I read called Two Hour Agency, and this was a similar concept that he had, but he said, if you start something from the very beginning that you might not necessarily have experience in, you don't have a big portfolio in. So when you're going in and you're hiring these freelancers to work for you, to work for your company, to be a designer, you can say, hey, our client wants to see examples of the work that they can expect. Can I use your example in our portfolio to show the clients? Because like technically you're not lying, right? You're gonna be using this freelancer as your designer. So if you're showing the client the designs from that freelancer, it's a true portfolio. 
And most people are honored. They want to get the job. They want to be considered for the job. So they're going to say yes. So once you have, you know, one, two, three, a good handful of freelancers that you like their price, you like um, their style, now you're going to work on getting your first clients. And I'm going to, you know, I'll admit getting the first clients in the very beginning is the most trickiest part. Because once you actually get the clients, then it's kind of a snowball effect. Things just keep start going and going and going. But the trickiest part is getting your first client. So here are a couple of things that I would do if I was starting over again. Um, This is how I would look for clients. So number one, I would start posting to my social media. I would start posting on my Facebook on my Instagram, Instagram stories, on my LinkedIn, because you never know who you have in your audience. You never know who's going to need your services. And this happened to me when I had my business, when I first started my business, and I just started posting on Instagram. I had like a handful, more than a handful of people reach out to me and be like, oh my gosh, I never knew you did this. Like, I'm in the market for this. So, you never know who's following you. You never know whose wife is friends with you, whose husband may have a business that might need a new logo. So, I would start posting and I would start posting like every single day about it because the sooner you start posting on social media, the better because you're going to eventually start reaping the benefits of it. But again, it's not going to be overnight. You're going to have to get people to get used to you talking about this. They have to kind of get to know you and get to trust you in this space to see you as an authority. So the sooner you start talking about it, the better it's going to be for you. So the first thing I would do is start on posting on social media. The second thing I would do is I would DM and kind of sell to people that I know. And especially if, say, like something like a logo designer, you're obviously targeting businesses. So I'm not going to message every single person I know. I'm going to message people that I know run in business crowds. And I'm going to be like, hey, I just started this company, you know, here's our website or here's a little bit of our portfolio. I know you're friends with a lot of business owners. I just wanted to let you know if you or if anyone you know needs a logo designer, I would love it if you could reach out to me since we're in the beginning, you know, of our business. We're having some really great deals, you know, things like that to kind of start gaining referrals. The third thing that I would do is I would get on Upwork as a freelancer and I would start applying to logo jobs. There's jobs on Upwork every single day that are getting posted. Some could be, you know, have a really cheap budget and they're trying to hire from someone out of the States. But then there's specific companies who only want to hire people from the United States and they have pretty good budgets. So for example, maybe you get on Upwork and you start hiring or you start looking for a logo job and you get a job for, let's say, roughly $300, right? But your freelancer for the same amount of work charges $150. So you kind of pass the job on to your freelancer, you know, you pay them and then you gain 50, 150 bucks. I mean, give or take, obviously there's Upwork fees, but give or take for you managing the project. You see what I'm, what I'm doing here? And I would be on Upwork every single day applying to jobs that pertain to your offer. 
when I went full-time into my business, I did this every single day. I was on Upwork all the time and I grew so much from it. I made so many new connections off of it that with people that I still work to to this day and that was like two years ago at this point. So Upwork, very, very good. You got to check it out. The fourth thing that I would do to get clients is I would sign up for Facebook business groups. Get into all the ones that you can, okay? And then also every single day after you apply to all the jobs on Upwork, then I would go into Facebook groups and I would search certain keywords. So for example, if I'm using the example of the logo designer, I'm going to log into a Facebook business group. I'm going to use the search bar and I'm going to look up the the keyword logo designer, logo design, branding, things like that, and see if anyone is posting in them, which people do. Hey, I need a logo designer. Does anyone need have a logo designer? And I'm going to message them and be like, hi, you know, this is our company. Here's our portfolio. I would love to chat with you. And lastly, the, what is this, fifth thing that I would do is I would go to networking events. I would go to, um, you know, we have Chamber of Commerce events. We have just various networking groups um, that you can find online, that you can find through different business groups in your area. And I would start, start going and I would start meeting everybody. I would start telling everybody what you do. Because in the beginning, posting on social media, going to networking events, that's not going to happen overnight, although it can and it has happened to me. In the mind frame that you have, you shouldn't expect it to happen overnight. But if you continue going, if you continue posting, it's going to be like an investment that's going to, like you're going to reap what you sow, right? You going to a networking event starting today and you're being consistent with it, week after week or month after month, you're going to reap the benefits of going there within six months, within a year, because people are going to see you. They're going to see that you're consistent. They're going to trust you so that when they hear that their business friend needs a new logo, you're going to be the first person that they think of because they consistently see you showing up in person and online. Okay. So that is super, super, super important. And then lastly, fifth step, once once you get the ball rolling and you have clients coming in and you're kind of managing the projects, and this is what the beautiful thing of starting an agency like this, when you're not so connected to the project like I am to all of my website designs, is you get a project, you're like, great, you pass it on to your freelancer, right? And you, you're making money by managing the project. So you can take on way more than if it was you doing the logo. Now, of course, nothing comes easy. Managing projects doesn't come easy. Sometimes freelancers could be late on deadlines. Sometimes clients could not be happy. You know what I mean? So you're definitely going to be responsible for managing all of that. And that's not always easy. Like you definitely have to pay a lot of attention to the freelancers you hire, pay attention to, you know, client emails. And you might want to be doing that first in the beginning with um, client emails and all of that, just to make sure that the client have the best satisfaction. But eventually, you're going to be able to be a project manager and then maybe hire a project manager. So then you can kind of just sit back and relax. Anyways, fifth step, once you start getting clients, 
this is what I would focus on. First things first is develop a client referral process. First is like your client experience needs to be amazing that people are just so impressed with you that they're going to be referring you to friends without you having to ask them. But also, I would develop a client referral process so that at the end of every project, when you have a happy client, you're like, hey, do you know anyone looking for this? Give me five names. I'm going to call them, et cetera, et cetera. I would also be like, hey, if you give us a referral, we're going to give you $300, right? We're going to give you a cut of the price, kind of give them an incentive to send people your way. Um, the second thing, every single happy client and, you know, you could either ask them to do this. Most people kind of do this willingly. Sometimes you could be like, hey, I can give you 5% off your last invoice. You know, if you give us a video testimonial and leave a Google My Business review. Video testimonials right now are so, so powerful to use on your website, on your social media. You could use it in like a client proposal packet. And video testimonials are so much more powerful than a text testimonial because people can see the people's face, their emotions, their expressions, their body language. Um, it's just so much more different when you hear a testimonial on the video because you can see how real and genuine it is. So if you can start doing that right away, that's going to build up your authority levels like crazy. And then again, leaving a Google My Business review is so powerful on Google search, especially if your company is like XYZ logo design, you know, something that has that keyword in it. When people are going to be searching for you, you are going to be popping up in your area as a logo designer. And especially if you keep getting five-star reviews, five-star reviews, Google is going to put you at the top. So you want to get that started as soon as you start your business. Aside from that, once you have clients coming in, once you kind of have a steady amount of business, I would focus as the business owner to become the expert in what you do and becoming known as the expert. So now this is where you go out and get press for your business. Um, you get on podcasts, you get into, you know, different publications on YouTube videos, like do all the things to get press to your business because it builds authority. When people see that you've been published as like a top logo designer in some random publication, or if you're on podcasts talking about logos and branding, and you're building the authority for your company, people are going to trust you way easier because some people are so interesting, right? Because I know from a marketing perspective, getting press is pretty easy. Just because someone gets, uh, you know, featured as a top so-and-so in some article doesn't mean they're necessarily the top so-and-so in that industry. They just, you know, filled out a few things and they got featured in an article but people who aren't in it and who don't know that when they see an article they're like wow that person is a top whatever like oh my gosh they just instantly trust you way more when you have a big press page when you've been speaking on different podcasts and all the things 
people just trust you way more. So once I would have my, you know, snowball rolling, business coming in, I would just focus on building the authority for your company because the more press you get, the more people see you, the more clients you're going to get. And it really is like a snowball effect. That's what I've noticed in my business as I'm growing and as I'm building my team, as I'm now I'm kind of in this fifth step, I'm focusing on building our authority in the industry and you know building our presence online getting on podcasts getting those publications and it's interesting to see that the more you work on your business it truly is like a snowball effect you have to work the hardest in the beginning to get clients but then the more you get into it the easier it gets and then the clients just come to you But that is what I would do if I had to start all over again, building a business with zero dollars in my bank account. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that was helpful. If any of you decide to do this, you gotta let me know, okay? You gotta promise me, you gotta message me, you gotta email me, you gotta let me know if you ever try this method because (laughs) I have this theory that it's going to work. And this is what I would do. So I'm just super, super curious. Let me know. And if you're kind of just thinking hypothetical, send me a message. What would be your hypothetical offer? What would be your hypothetical industry that you would be in? If you've enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.